Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Elemental Evan Show. Thank you all so much for tuning in once again on this beautiful Wellness Wednesday. Those are the days that I release all of these episodes. It's always on Wednesdays. And today's episode is really awesome because it is another interview. I've been super blessed with incredible guests here these last few weeks. And today's guest is, you know, really no exception uh, to the incredible guests that I've been having on the show. Today's guest is going to be Bobby Hobart. He is, in my opinion, someone who is a master of really working his way down to, you know, the exact minute and figuring out how he can be just super intentional with every single moment of his day and, you know, really maximize his potential and just really show up and give his all each and every single day, which is really so important. Um, I think we can really learn a lot from that because I myself am very guilty of wasting days, uh, in my opinion, at least not being, sorry, not wasting, but rather not showing up and being as productive in a professional sense as possible, which uh, I know that there is this um, this quote about where, you know, there's like over 80,000 seconds in a day and someone says, hey, if I gave you, you know, $80,000 uh, and I told you you had to spend all of that money today because tomorrow you will not have any of that money, Right. What would you do? You would spend every single last penny of that 80,000 whatever dollars it is, right? Because it's going to disappear tomorrow. Well, you compare that to every single day in terms of the seconds of the day. And obviously we waste a lot of our time, right? So obviously trying to be very efficient is something we all should really strive for. And on that note, Bobby wanted me to introduce himself as simply a creator, helping people to optimize their time and to align or so that it will align with their priorities. So that is what he wanted me to say, and I agree with that statement, but I personally think he is a lot more than that, and I think he's really showing up and living what he's talking about, which to me is, you know, really says so much. When someone might have the knowledge but doesn't put it into practice themselves, you really can feel that in the way they present themselves, uh, their teachings, and uh, just really how they show up in their day-to-day life. And you can definitely tell that Bobby is practicing what he's preaching. And so it was a really huge honor to have him on the show today. We talk about a ton of different topics. Um, He is an incredible entrepreneur and he talks about how he got to the place that he's at now, all of the, you know, the struggles, the challenges that he went to, to get to the role that he's in now. We talk about why taking care of your physical, emotional, and uh, spiritual health is so important for showing up in your uh, day-to-day life and performing at your best level possible. So, of course, you know, that's going to include some meditation, uh, some exercise, you know, improving your intelligence through uh, or your knowledge basis through uh, reading and consuming, you know, information-based podcasts, things like that. And then we're also going to talk a bit about how he has gone over 200 days alcohol-free, which is incredible. I loved getting into that with him. We also talked a little bit about ice baths, and he brought up a great point. That is, ice baths are not accessible to everyone, at least not in a, you know, a public setting where you might have to pay for it, where it can be literally $50 to $100 uh, for one session, right? Which is... Very nice if you have the money because there's some incredible facilities out there, but if you don't have that, there are other methods. And I really like the fact that we dove into that because there's so many things in this world that you can do for free and will really improve your health, your wellness, your ability to perform, whatever it may be, drastically, and they're completely free, right? I mean, we talk about meditation and physical exercise all the time. Those are completely free you know, activities that you can do that will drastically improve how you show up each and every single day. So I thought that was very important for us to mention that there are so many valuable free things out there in this world that can add so much benefit to your life. And so um, I'm glad that we spoke about that a bit today. And that is something I try to do on here as well is just provide all of you with some free information, right? Something that you can apply to your day or sorry, to your life today. And hopefully it makes a really big improvement in it. So in terms of being you know, able to do things that are free and can really benefit your life, one of those things that you can do is go ahead and subscribe to this show 
and leave a comment on Apple Podcast if you're on there. Sorry, I had to throw the shameless plug in there. But truly, everyone, it really does mean a lot to me. It is a free thing that you can do. It only takes a bit of your time. Uh, literally, you can write a review in 30 seconds to a minute, and it really means a lot to me. It can help people to find the show and really just uh, you know spread this information to all of your friends, family, and loved ones. Uh, that would really mean the most to me. If you care to support this show in uh, a monetary manner, then of course, go look at the show notes and there are links in there. You can go ahead and use any of the codes in there uh, to get a percentage off at any of the affiliated brands. But other than that, I'm happy if you guys just enjoy the show and subscribe and share it. That is truly the best gift to me and I would really appreciate that. And the last thing is we are going to leave you with three recommendations straight from Bobby for anyone looking to improve and grow both professionally and personally. So trust me, there are some great talking points in this show. I absolutely loved, loved chatting with him and I would love to have him back on the show and probably just hang out with him one of these days because he's a really great guy. So everyone, I hope you enjoy the show as much as I enjoyed having this conversation and I hope you really receive a ton of benefit from this episode and it improves your life in some way, shape or form. All right, everyone, enjoy the episode. Peace. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Elemental Evan podcast. Today, we have on the very special guest, Bobby Hobart. Yeah, did I say the last name correctly? You said it right, baby. You said it right. Perfect. How are you doing today? I'm doing well, man. Super excited to be here. I appreciate you having me and uh, looking forward to this conversation. Absolutely. We were just talking a little bit about how we ran into each other at Trader Joe's and just the series of <laughs> events that occurred to make that happen how crazy they were and honestly how this podcast was meant to happen. So uh, really excited to get you on here, Bobby. Yeah. Trader Joe should be cutting you a uh, brand deal for promoting them on this episode, but the timing of us meeting, it was, yeah, it was pretty iconic, man. It was really cool to meet you. And uh, yeah, when you brought up the podcast, it felt like a no brainer. So uh, I'm really looking forward to this conversation today. Yeah, absolutely. And, and definitely thank you for joining today. Um, to kick the show off and give our listeners a little bit of a better idea who of who you are, let's go ahead and uh, run a few rapid fire questions here. So uh, first off, where were you born? Chicopee, Massachusetts. Nice, Massachusetts. All right, so coming over to the West Coast and obviously... Yeah, East Coast, baby. Uh, yeah, actually, what do you prefer better, West or East Coast? Oh, I mean, there's pros and cons to both. Uh, I'm happy that I grew up in the East Coast, but... I, I just the weather, weather out here. It's just a no, no questions asked. Like it's February and I can be outside in a t-shirt that you can't do that on the East coast. So I prefer the West coast, but I, I have a lot of love for East coast. Yeah. It's uh it's kind of a tough one. The, the weather is incredible out here. And I was just coming over from France, uh, from travels over the holidays and it was freezing out there. We were in this one place by the Alps and it was like 25 degrees every day. So coming back to California was pretty, pretty nice for sure. Nice warm welcome. <laughs> yes. And then uh, obviously we kind of gave it away, but where are you living now? I live in Venice. Yeah. So I've been in, I've been in LA for five years, popped around a couple of times, but I've been in Venice for the last two plus years now. Yeah. I love, uh, I love the West side of LA. I think it's best part of LA in my opinion, but uh, 100%. no questions <laughs> asked. Yeah, for sure. Uh, cool, man. And then uh, two more questions here. What is a favorite book of yours? Favorite book of mine? That's a good question because I think it depends on like, there's so many, like depends on topic, depends on what I'm working on in my life. But I think one book that has always stayed uh, true, close to my heart is Essentialism by Greg McEwen. And that book teaches you the importance of focusing your energy on less things, which allows you to go deeper rather than going wide and only putting a little bit of effort into a few things or too many, too many things. So I'd say essentialism uh, would be the book. Mm, I've never read that book before, but I'm gonna have to add it to the list. Really good book. Really, really recommend it. Awesome. Yeah. And honestly, uh, I love reading kind of any type of, you know, quote unquote, like self-help book. So uh, that's right up my alley. Yeah. Yeah. Great book. Cool. And then uh, last one is what is a favorite quote of yours? Easy. I use this quote every single time I get asked because it is something that has, I don't know. I just, I, I feel like this quote, anyone can resonate with. Uh, and it's said by Steve Jobs. 
you can't connect the dots looking forward. You can only connect them looking backwards. So what that means to me is in the moment, I don't really know necessarily how I'm going to get to where I'm trying to trying to be, but I'll be able to understand it better when I get there and I can look back and understand how all of these decisions led me there. So uh, shout out to Steve Jobs one time. Mm, no, I like that a lot. It's uh makes me think of a lot of people who are not sure of what to do in life. And sometimes I think people get held up in the moment and it's like in that indecision kind of leads them to, uh, to be very stale or stagnant. And it's like, look, even if you went a hundred miles in the wrong direction, like you're going to know, okay, this is the wrong direction. And you probably gained yeah. so many scale, uh, skills along the way that now when you look back, it's like, maybe that wasn't the right direction at the time, but you know what, it's given you skill and uh, perspective to now move forward, you know? So I think that's the most important thing is, is being able to just move, you know? Yeah. And I would say too, like the whole idea of going the wrong direction is for me, it's always this kind of gut check of like in the moment do I feel like I'm doing the right thing and as long as that is true then no matter what I I was going in the right direction because then it led me to another position for me to make that pivot and go somewhere else so it's so much easier like you know I can think back on moments in my life where I'm like well why didn't I see it so clearly or why didn't I understand and why did I do this rather than that well it's easy to make to look back and have that perspective but in the moment, as long as I felt like I was making the right decision, then no matter what happens, I trust that I'm, I'm, I am making my way towards where I should and want to be. Yeah. Yeah. And also a way I, I try to always look at stuff too, is like, there's really no wrong answer. Right. And it's like, whatever decision you make at the end of the day is the decision that you were going to make in the grand scheme of things. Right. And so it's like, yeah. maybe in the moment it might feel conflicting or hard to choose, but Either way, whichever route you go, it's like going to lead you down a path and you're going to grow from it and learn and, and expand. And that's the way you were meant to go, right? Mm, it's a great, yeah, that, that's a great way to view it. Yeah. Perspective. Awesome. Well, that was a great quote. I absolutely love hearing everyone's quotes. Everyone brings something a little different. And uh, yeah, it's good to uh, reflect on those. But Honestly, I want to get into the line of work that you do. Um, obviously, if someone finds you on any of the socials, they can see your videos and kind of what you're about, um, which is definitely growth mindset, uh, improving yourself personally, professionally, and just, yeah, overall being essentially like a better, well-functioning human being. Uh, but I would love to hear maybe a little bit of your story in terms of how you got to this point, like what kind of led you down this path and have you always been someone that's been interested in this or is it something that through your path, you really came to find this kind of a career? Yeah, I'd say I never imagined like getting to the place of where I am now. And this all goes back to like the quote, like you just don't how you don't understand how the daily decisions you're making today are going to take you somewhere and you won't know until it actually happens. But I look at when I graduated college in 2016, I was 22 at the time, I'm 29 now. And I look back at the last seven years and I, I think of it in three different chapters. So I'd say chapter one was I graduated college. I went to a business school and I realized I don't want to just get a job. I don't want to climb the corporate ladder. I want to create my own path. And I also want to figure out what the hell I'm passionate about because I had no idea what I was passionate about. So I ended up starting my first podcast called Purpose in the Youth. And that was focused on unfolding the stories of passionate people. So I started interviewing young, passionate people in the hopes that I would find my passion. So while I was running that show, I was also driving Uber full time to fund it all, to pay my bills. And so I did that for pretty much like three and a half years. I did a year in Boston and then two and a half years out in L.A., and uh, chapter two began when I started to get burnt out driving, uh, excuse me, I got burnt out driving Uber and running the podcast. I wasn't able to monetize it really at all. And one of the guests that I had on, his name is Brandon Cohen. He founded a company called Liquid IV, a water additive company. And a year after interviewing him, he, he offered me a full-time job to work for the company. So chapter two was, leaving Uber, leaving this podcast, taking this incredible job opportunity that was going to give me financial stability. And over the next like three to six months, I started like itching to get back in the podcast space. So I ended up starting my own second, I started a second show, which was really just a solo podcast 
me talking about the lessons that I was learning on how to reach my highest potential, wellness, well-being, meditation, uh, productivity hacks, right? So that was chapter two. I was now, you know, working at Liquid IV and I was also still creating content, but it was more of like a side gig thing um, in the sense I wasn't like interviewing guests and whatnot. And then chapter three, I would say started probably about a year ago when I decided to put that show on pause. It's the bearded man. I still work at liquid IV full time. And I started going all in on TikTok, Instagram reels, started building out a coaching program, started building out a, a digital course. So I went from this place in chapter two, where I was like really trying to learn everything to now being in a position where I'm not an expert. I don't have all the answers, but I do feel like I have a lot of knowledge and experience to share it back with people. And so that's what I've done through TikTok, Instagram reels, throughout the program that I run is now helping people truly optimize their time to align with their priorities. And when I say that, I'm talking every aspect of your life, your dating life, your mental and physical health, uh, your career, your community building, life experiences like my goal is to help people wake up every day and be excited, regardless if it's Monday, Friday, Saturday, or Sunday, or Wednesday. Like, I want to help people be stoked for their life because every day they're working on different aspects of their life and they're excited to do that. So that's a, a brief high level of how I got to where I'm at. But it has been an emotional roller coaster of not knowing where this was all taking me and kind of just trusting my gut. And fortunately through, through the journey of it all, it, it has worked itself out and there's still a lot more uh, to climb. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's uh it's great to hear that. Cause I draw a lot of parallels within myself and kind mm -hmm. of your story. So uh, really, really neat to hear you say that. And, and just to hear kind of like your experience briefly uh, going through those times Um but yeah, it can be definitely an emotional roller coaster. Uh, and it's also wild. We're, uh, we're actually the same age. So that was pretty cool to find out right now, but, um, yeah, super interesting. And I, and I love to hear all of that. I think, uh, in, in kind of the line of work that I'm doing, which is obviously like in health and wellness, uh, you know, one of the major things is really being able to perform at your highest level, right? Like the whole goal is with health and wellness is like, it's not just about eating the right foods and exercising and all that. It's because you want to be able to live life and enjoy it. You want to grow old in your years and be able to pick your grandkids up without your back, like totally breaking on you. You want to catch yourself from that fall that might fracture your hip. You want to, you know, just feel good as you go later into life. And another major role of that, or part of that is our mental health and, you know, making sure that, you know, everything with the mental, the emotional, the spiritual, the physical, everything is taken care of and, and in alignment, right? Because your physical health is one thing, but you know, if the emotional and mental health is not there, it's not good. It's not good at all. I think a lot of people have yeah. been there, you know, and, uh, I think they also play, you know, they're very interconnected in so many ways. And so working on one will help the other, but, uh, I love that a major role of what you talk about is really focusing on mentality and, uh, emotional well-being and, um, you know, really getting after it, but like having purpose behind it, you know, and being driven to go after your goals. And, uh, I know one of the really big things that I've, uh, seen you talk about is going alcohol free. And, um, mm -hmm. that's something that I'm not alcohol free completely, but probably about mm, maybe like halfway through 2020 or maybe even earlier in 2020, uh, sorry, 2022, both my partner and I decided that uh, we were going to pretty much just stop drinking, not completely 100%, but we never buy alcohol for the house. We only drink it at maybe a family wow. gathering like um, Christmas or something. If we'll have a glass of wine uh, when we were traveling drink more alcohol than I probably drank in the entire year. Um, but I really like the fact, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, being in France, you can't pass up on a glass of I champagne and wine. Um, you can actually, sorry, you can pass up on it, but I chose not to. Um, and yeah, so I really am interested in what your reasoning for going alcohol free is and, uh, kind of the outcomes you've been seeing from taking that, uh, course of action. Yeah, man. Uh, 
Oh, this is a good one. I, I, I'm glad you brought this up because I really haven't talked about it on a podcast that much. Um, but 2020, like everyone during the pandemic, I went through this process of like kind of re, I don't want to say re like stepping back from my relationship with alcohol, but like, I think everyone went through that first two, three months where they're like, all right, you might as well just drink away our time alone and like, whatever end up hitting a wall of not, this isn't fun. I don't want to do this anymore. And I lived with two guys that pretty much were sober. So I was like, I'm literally just drinking by myself. This is stupid. So since 2020, fall of 2020, I went on this like quest of like, kind of like dipping my toes in with alcohol, then taking like two, three months off, doing it again. And finally, June of last year, I was coming back from New York City and I was just like, yo, I'm done. I, I need to take a break. So it started as just, once again, another little challenge. Can I finish? Can I go the whole month of July without alcohol? Did that. Let me see if I can do August. Did that. Let me see if I can do September. Did that. And it just kind of slowly kept building. And I'd say once I got to like the 90 day to the 100 day mark, it had become so out of my system that I forgot what it felt like to have a beer, to itch for the drink, to go out and 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 have to drink to be social. It kind of just eliminated from my life. So since then, it has, I have had no interest in drinking again. There are so many amazing mocktail drinks out there. And like, I even had Budweiser send me three 12 packs of their new Budweiser Zero. Like there are alternatives. And I think the biggest reason that I, I wanted to stop was it wasn't like I was some alcoholic and like just partying and I've done that. I've had that life and it's fun and fast. But I think once again, my whole mission is about optimizing time, right? That is something that I do not take lightly. I am so like to the minute, very like intentional about everything that I do. And I was just, I was just feeling like a good amount of time was being wasted, right? So let's just use an example. If I go out on a Friday night, I drink from 10 PM till 2 AM, four hours. Now my sleep is getting thrown off. I'm not sleeping that great. I'm waking up the next day. I'm hungover. Now I can't creatively do anything. I don't want to work out. It bleeds into the rest of the day. Maybe I do it all over again Saturday night. Like I've done those bender weekends and they were a lot of fun. But once again, I just started recognizing and realizing all these things that I wanted to do in my life. There's only so much time in a week. And when you start to really optimize your time, you want to maximize every minute. So I just got to this place where I was like, I just want to stop drinking and see how I feel. And I felt, I feel fantastic. You know, choosing not to drink more money in my bank account, my wellness and well-being is better. My emotional mental health, 10 times better. My physical health better. I'm working out seven days of the week because my body can actually function. So, I mean, I can, I can go on and on and on, but it, it has been without a doubt, one of the best decisions that I've made in the last year. And it's really interesting too, because at the time of deciding to do this, all these other things started to fall, uh, fall into place. Social media started to grow, started getting brand deals, started my coaching program. Like serendipitous, the timing was, is very interesting now looking back on it, but it's just been this unlock that I don't judge people for drinking. I'm not here to promote that you don't need to drink or you shouldn't drink. I'm here to just share my story, my experience. And like, hey, I really, really appreciate my time. And there's a lot of shit that I want to do with this life. And I just don't want to waste any more time with it drinking a liquid. Yeah. No, I, I, I really appreciate uh, you sharing that because it's kind of hard to explain to some people who, um, you know, it's just actually, it's a lot of people who really drinking is kind of just a part of their lifestyle, right? It's uh, what they do for winding down after work. It's what they do for enjoyment on the weekends. You know, it's how they let loose and, and, you know, enjoy that, that moment of freedom that they have. But I think it really is so crucial to highlight how much more you get in return when you let that go, you know, and the, like you said, the the time alone is so beneficial because like you said, a night of drinking is not just, you know, those four hours of drinking. It's then the coming home and having terrible sleep and waking up feeling terrible and then having to, you know, 
freaking barely make your way through the day with a massive headache and, you know, trying to just spend the entire day essentially like recouping from the last night. And so that to me was, has always been a large reason of like why I have always not really been a massive drinker and especially why I'm not really drinking now. Um, and then the other one, and this is not uh, a, a quote from me, but this is from one of my buddies, uh, Jacob Saldana. And he always says that with alcohol, you are one moment away from having the worst night ever. And uh, yeah, it's, it's, you know, and the opposite of true of that is true as well. Like you can have some really enjoyable experiences with alcohol for sure. But there is always that one, like all it takes is like one wrong word, one wrong action, and it can be a nightmare, you know? So um, for me, yeah, just the reasons right there alone are enough. And then also obviously going into the health aspect, which um, I dive into on other episodes and it's just, it's, it's a poison, you know, it's, it is literally a poison uh, that we're ingesting and yeah, it's, it doesn't need to be in your, uh, in your daily or weekly consumption and, and without it, it might feel a little weird for a while, but like you said, after a while, you no longer craved it. You didn't feel the need to consume it. And I know it's a 21 day reset, I believe for your taste buds in general with most mm -hmm. foods. Um, now with habits, it might be a little bit longer, especially something like that, but, uh, it does go to show, like if you can set small goals and accomplish it, like you've done, you can really accomplish something massive. Like after you take one step after the next, you know, and one month, one month. Yeah. I want to add to it. I know you brought up like the community thing where like, if your friends are drinking and like, it's like you're around people, so it's easier to drink. Right. I think one of the biggest realizations that I've had since stopping drinking is who are my true friends or who is my true community? Because a lot of people that might hear this, they can think about those friends that they only see when they're partying and when they're out. And uh, it was really funny. A couple months ago, I went to this, this party event and I hadn't been in like nine months and the whole premise is surrounded by alcohol. And it was so funny to go because I hadn't been there in so long. And I hadn't seen 99% of the people since I was at the last event. And the conversations were extremely surface level. It was just like nothing had ever changed. And once again, I wanted to be clear that like, I've lived that lifestyle. I've done this shit. I've had my fun, right? It doesn't mean I don't have fun anymore, but like I've, I've done it all. I've stayed up till 5 a.m., drank, woke up, not remembered a damn thing. Like I've done it all. I just, it doesn't serve me anymore. Um, but just being back in that environment and I wasn't drinking, but just to be in it, it was reminding me of like, this is exactly what I don't want to be part of anymore. And I will challenge people that think that, it's hard to not drink because you're around people. That's all they want to do is drink. The biggest shift you'll have is when you start surrounding yourself with people that don't let that be the biggest priority. I know plenty of successful people that I'm surrounded by that do drink and it's fine, but they don't let that be like, all right, we're going to go out. We're going to get hammered. We're going to take 10 shots. Like it's just, they're more mature about it. They're in their back twenties or early thirties. So they, they've, they've done enough that they don't need to like, have six beers at the pregame. Um, but I will say that your, your, your reality will change based on the people you surround yourself with and the, and the intentions of those people. So I think about a month ago, I was at air one, which for those listening is the bougiest grocery store of all time, more bougie than Trader Joe's. And, uh, I just remember I was, I ran into a couple of people. Everyone was like talking about what they're doing in the next couple of days. And it was, it was like a pinch me moment because every single person that I was talking to was like, oh, tomorrow I'm going to the sound bath meditation. Oh, cool, cool. Well, on Friday, I'm going to this, this cold plunge uh, event. Oh, sweet, sweet. What are you doing this weekend? Oh, I'm meeting up with somebody to go on for a hike club. And I was like, wow, it's finally happened. Mm -hmm. The only thing I'm hearing about now are the things that I'm in alignment with, which is wellness, well-being, outdoors, good people, good vibes. So it was a really cool moment to see by me saying no to all these events and experiences that just weren't in alignment with me anymore, created space for me to meet new people, which then opened up more doors for conversations and opportunities that are more in alignment with me. Yeah, I think that's such a beautiful explanation of how your your thoughts and actions can literally form your reality. And, you know, like you were saying, it's when you're around those people, 
uh, you know, that's kind of all you know, and that's kind of all you're attracting because you're in that cycle, you know, and once you step out of that cycle and cut off, you know, to a degree or completely those ties, then you open, like you said, a new door and new possibility. And if you want to start enjoying other things in life, like naturally, you're going to start finding people, you're going to take action to go join a hiking club or whatever, and you're naturally going to, uh, kind of open those doors. So that's really, really cool to hear. That's like, uh, you know, like manifestation, but it like truly yeah. happening, you know? Yeah, totally. Totally. Amazing. And then, uh, in terms of taking care of your health and your mental well-being and all of that, what have you seen in terms of productivity and, you know, what, what have you seen that has really played a crucial role in, you know, through taking care of your health, that it really played over into your professional life and, um, you know, being able to just get after it. Yeah, that's a great question. I, I was describing this to somebody the other day where in my belief, our mental, physical, emotional, spiritual well-being is the foundation. It is the foundation that we build our lives on. So that cement floor, which is us, the emotional, mental, physical, spiritual, to put anything above that, to build on top of that, your career, your relationships, your community, your friendships, your family, your life experiences, all that, it all is built on you. And in order to maximize that, you need to be operating at your best self. Anyone listening can think about that day they woke up, they weren't motivated, they were inspired, maybe a tough conversation with somebody the day before bled into the next day. And like, they don't want to do anything. These are all, th those are examples of like emotional well-being. Like I have my bad days, but I'm able to, with time, with time of inconsistency of doing this, like compartmentalize, like pause that emotion, focus on the task at hand. So productivity, like if we're just talking that, I mean, I'm fortunate that every day I wake up and I remember those years where I had to like kind of create inspiration out of thin air or I had to find it to then get the work done every day. I, I, I mean, it's crazy actually that I'm saying this out loud because now I'm thinking about it where I was even just a few years ago, but I don't overthink. I don't have analysis paralysis. I just execute. I just do. And the only reason I can do that is because every morning I wake up, I prioritize my mental health. I meditate. I prioritize my physical health. I get in some type of sweat. I also prioritize my physical health and mental health. And you could probably say spiritual health by making sure I'm feeding myself good, solid, healthy breakfast. I'm checking off all these boxes. So when I finally sit down to work, I'm firing. I'm present. I'm excited. I feel energized. I slept great the night before. So all these micro decisions on a day-to-day -day might not feel like they're doing much. But through the consistency of prioritizing myself before anything else in this world has then rippled into me being a better person. Like it is selfish, quote unquote, to say I'm going to prioritize myself before anything else. If you ask me what are what are my priorities, my number one priority is myself before my work, before my friendships, before my relationship, before community building, life experience, all that. Number one priority is myself. Because if not, if I'm not at my best self, I'm not showing up as the best version of me, it is going to ripple into everything else. So I encourage people to find those practices, those habits, those routines that will make you feel your better self. There's no right or wrong. It's truly just a game of trial and error. And once you find those things that make you feel good, stay consistent with them. And it's going to completely change the way you show up each and every day. That's why I'm I post on social media like a lot, this whole idea of you win the morning, you win the day. Hmm. And it's not, philosophy is not about what time do you wake up every morning. It's more about how do you spend the first one, two, three hours of your day? If you only have 30 minutes in the morning before like you got to take care of the kids or like go to work, I'll take that 30 minutes. But my challenge and question to you is how do you spend those 30 minutes? Are you reading? Are you meditating? Are you journaling? Or are you waking up and scrolling on social media within seconds? You win the morning, you win the day is about figuring out those, those habits, those routines that make you feel your best self, doing them first thing in the morning so that it creates momentum for the day ahead and so that you feel good. 
if I saved all of my self-care, wellness, well-being habits for the end of the day, I wouldn't be able to show up to this podcast right now with the energy, intent, and excitement as I do now when I'm prioritizing that first of the day because I, I'm sitting here, I'm like, all right, I meditated, I worked out, I've eaten good all day, I've hydrated, like I've checked off a lot of my personal personal habits and routines that allow me to be the most present in this conversation. Yeah, I really I love that explanation you gave right now. It's uh one thing I always think of too is, you know, the morning time is your first opportunity to really show your um like how you're going to show up in the day. It's the first form of of self-discipline, right? Like getting up in the morning, getting out of bed and getting after something that's kind of difficult like uh, exercise or even meditation can be difficult some mornings, you know? Um, I think when you start your day off in that, in that manner, it is so much more difficult to be down and out and not productive as opposed to just naturally feeling good and wanting to be productive and, and showing up as your best self. And I know it's said like a million times, but you know, they always give the, um, the example of the people on the airplane and it's like, take, you know, you put the mask on the kid first and then you put it on yourself, not the other way around because you have to be, or sorry, you have to, you put it on yourself before you put it on the kid. And the reason for that is, is because you have to take care of yourself before you can help others. Right. And I think that really is like such a great uh, metaphor for, for life. Yeah. It's, it's, you, you have to experience it yourself to then realize it. And uh, to me, that's been, the unlock to making sure that every day I'm feeling my best self, which then ripples to whatever my priorities are for that day ahead. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Um, now also in terms of, uh, uh, hard things to do, I know that you are pretty big on, uh, cold exposure. Uh, do Mm. you, do you enjoy it? Do you see any, um, kind of spill over into your professional life from that as well? Or, or what, Mm. what do you feel from the cold exposure? Yeah, that, that that's a new, that's really new to me. Um, I didn't, I didn't, I just got a cold plunge back in January, took advantage of this Black Friday sale, and it was an incredible decision. I will say immediately the first thing that comes to mind when we start talking about cold exposure, because it's the first time I can talk about a podcast, is the only hesitation I have with cold therapy is it you can make them from scratch, but like it is a it is an expensive investment. I see this as an investment. It's into my health and wellness. And like, I'm trying to get brand deals from it. Like it was a very business calculated decision, but like when I was 23, 24, I I was not affording something like this. So like, it's, it's one of those things where like, if you're hearing this and you don't have access to one, you can't afford one, you're good. You're Mm -hmm. not missing out. You're not going to like, there are benefits, but it is not like, it is not overnight life-changing stuff. So please take everything I say with a grain of salt because you don't need it to be successful or to become the best version of you. Um, but having one has been incredible. I think the biggest, I wouldn't say I felt it in my career or anything like that. I think there's two benefits. One is that ability to do something discom- uncomfortable every single day is sharpening my mind. So like when I walk outside at, 5:40 in the morning to go into this plunge. Thankfully, living on the West Coast, it doesn't drop into like the teens, but like it'll be like 40 degrees out and it's it's chilly. 40 degrees into 44 degree water. It's the hell of a way to start the day. So I think having those moments where I'm like, am I really about to do this? And then doing it, incredibly powerful for the mind. And then two, I don't know the specifics, so I don't want to speak on them, but Andrew Huberman, host of Huberman Lab podcast, I did a recent podcast talking about the benefits of doing a cold plunge before you actually go work out. And I've been doing it. And I can't say it's one of those things that I feel like an overnight difference, but I do believe it is helping in some capacity. So yeah, I've loved the cold exposure. It's just, it's one of those things that I, I, I've never actually talked about a podcast, made a couple of pieces on social media about it, but it kind of feels like this gated thing Mm. because it's expensive. And if you don't own it to even go do a session is like, 80 to hundred bucks an hour. Like this is, this is no joke type of money. And I, I don't want people to think that you need to do it in order to be successful and having them spend their last dollars to get into one of these tanks. But it definitely has been really beneficial. Yeah. I, I really 
appreciate you highlighting that because you're right. It is definitely a bit of a barrier for entry into the yeah. cold exposure world. You know, um, I know obviously some gyms like will include like um, the, I always, the cryotherapy with the the gas, you know, but yeah. absolutely. And I think it's really important to mention that, you know, for one, it's usually there, there's so many free, simple things that you can do to benefit your health, your mindset, all that, you know, the power of a routine, right. Of waking up, meditating, doing an exercise and eating healthy. Like two of those things are absolutely free. And then the third one, depending on the food you're buying, obviously is going to vary, but like, you know, those are all very relatively inexpensive and incredibly powerful tools. Whereas with the ice bath, you know, it's, you don't have to go out and do that. Of course, you're going to feel great afterwards and it has a lot of benefits, but not necessary to be at your best level, you know, and, and on that note too, I like to mention that, you know, finishing your shower, your hot shower with just turning off the hot water and leaving the cold tap on will still give similar experience, um, similar results, even though it's not as cold as a cold bath or a ice, ice bath or cold plunge. Um, but you really want to focus on getting it on your head, your face and your chest. Those are the main areas that you want to get the cold exposure on that have the major effects and where you're going to get the most benefit from. And you know, that's, it's free to do that. Right. And really what was really interesting to me is people who don't have access to hot water, as opposed to someone who does have access to hot water, the person without hot water will actually receive much less of a dopamine hit. And I believe also the neuroepinephrine hit as opposed to someone who has the option to have hot water, but chooses to go cold because it's that yeah. choice mentally of doing something difficult when you don't have to, but you do it anyways. And then you're getting that dopamine hit because it's responding and saying, Hey, congratulations. You just did this difficult thing, even when you didn't have to. Um, so for those of you who have the ability to have hot water and cold water, just 30 seconds of cold water can be very beneficial too. I'm I'm so happy you mentioned that because I don't know how I just like completely forgot to like even speak on that. But me making the decision to buy the cold plunge started from me making the decision to take cold showers. And I'll even challenge you because I don't know if if you're speaking from your experience. I think starting with hot, taking the shower, working way your way to cold, great, great starting place. But I got to a I got I've gone to a place even before I bought the plunge. When I would wait, when I would take a shower after I'd work out cold immediately the whole time. And it, it was exactly that, that decision to put myself in the uncomfort was incredible. Also the endorphins were even higher. And now I'm in a place where I'll plunge before I go to a workout and I come back and I shower after I, after I work out and people listening would think or assume probably, oh, you just take a hot shower now because you already did the cold. No, I still take a cold shower. I honestly, if I, if I had to sit down and, and map out the last hundred days, I've probably taken, if I've taken a shower uh, once in those hundred days, I'd say 98 of them were cold every single time. Wow. The only times I'll do warm is if I'm taking a second shower, which usually means I did like a workout at night too. And that's a good way to like slow your mind down with the hot. Or there was like an, whatever reason, maybe I just took a hot shower because I didn't want to deal with the cold, but I try to force myself to consistently stick in the cold and it, it's been good for sharpening the mental fortitude. Love it. Yeah, no, that's, that's perfect. And, and yeah, it's a good way to show too. It's like, you know, there's, there's always other options, you know, more economic and, and all of that, uh, for those of you who, or for those of us who can't afford it. Right. Uh, I couldn't go to a uh, sauna and ice bath session every single day if I wanted to, you know, so um, definitely good to highlight that. And uh, yeah, I'm going to, as of right now, I finish my showers cold and I do about, yeah, about 30 to 40 seconds of cold exposure there. I used to do a lot of cold bath, uh, cold showers, like a complete mm -hmm. cold shower. And that kind of fell off, um, ever since I went traveling. And so I think I'm easing back into it, but uh, working my you're way traveling, you were, you were feeling good. I get it, man. I get it. But I'll challenge you Evan. tomorrow morning, whenever you take that shower, go cold the whole time, just do it one time and see how you do. Okay. You want to go back to after fine, but I will be so pumped if you're like, yo, I did the cold shower today, regardless of how you felt, if that can ripple and get you to do it, that would, that would, that would make my day. Dude. Okay. I'm going to, I'm literally going to text you tomorrow with the confirmation. Right. Yep. No, I got right. you. 
Um, Great. Okay. So now we have <laughs> a little comfort or not a competition, but a little task to do here. But uh, we are coming towards the end of the podcast, which is a bummer because I'm loving this conversation. Although I know we'll uh, continue these combos down the road, but I did have something I really wanted to ask you. And I think it would be very beneficial for everyone uh, listening. And being that you obviously have all this experience in you know, with health and uh, trying to just be the best version of yourself possible. Uh, what are three recommendations you would give to someone who's looking to improve and grow both professionally and personally? So it could be a routine, an exercise, uh, meditation, whatever, uh, whatever you feel is most beneficial. Mm. So both personally and professionally, and it needs to be health and wellness, essentially. Yeah, I mean, it, or it could be even a certain book or, you know, just any, a podcast to listen to. Just anything that you feel really, really benefits you in terms of how you show up both, yeah, professionally yeah. And, and personally. Oh, that's such a good question. Um, one new hack that I started incorporating, and once again, this kind of plays into the financial thing. If, if, it, if it doesn't make sense, don't do it. But doing workout classes instead of working out by myself mm. that's been incredible because i show up i don't have to think about what am i doing for a workout i'm told what to do so it's almost like paying for a direct one-on-one -on -one coach without paying the premium um and you're getting the community building which can bleed into the career aspect so i'd say group workout classes if if possible and and you can afford it i would say daily meditation no questions asked Start with a five minute YouTube video, work your way up to 10, 15, 20 minutes. I, I do 20 minutes a day and that's it. You know, and it's perfect for me. But doing that first thing in the morning allows me to like sit with those initial emotions and thoughts. And third. Oh, there's so many, so many. This is such a good question, brother. Yeah, I know it's uh kind of a tough one. I am I don't know if uh I mean those two are really good. I mean my my top one is definitely meditation as well, but I I I will say continue to seek resources that are talking about these topics. Hmm. That are talking about health and wellness or career or just in general. Keep an open mind in Check out podcasts like The School of Greatness. Um, check out podcasts like On Purpose with Jay Shetty. They bring in such phenomenal guests that every week there's a different expert with a different aspect of your life. So one week might be on brain health. The next week might be on dating. The next the next topic might be on mental health, right? It kind of goes back to what we were talking about earlier in this podcast of like, I really want to help people in all these compartments of their life. And I think- Carving out 30 minutes a day. There it is. Carving mm. out 30 minutes a day to learn and grow and listen and read will have a compound effect. That's that's become like my standard. I try to grow a little bit each and every day. And as long as I do that, I feel like I'm in a better position. So my last one is just keep learning. That'll that'll open up a lot of doors and, and help guide you into uh, just evolving as a better version of you. It's that That's perfect. It's, uh, it's literally like the perfect for me morning routine, which I do is, you know, uh, wake up to meditate exercise. And typically it's reading a book for me, not the podcast, although I'll listen to podcasts later in the day. And yeah, I highly, highly agree with everything you said there. That's beautiful. Yeah. It's great, man. Perfect, Bobby. Well, Hey man, I want to give you this moment to share with us, you know, uh, your courses, your, where we can, uh, co connect with you and follow you and see what you're doing. Um, if you're hosting any events or whatever, like where people can find all of that good stuff. I know you also have a master your minute, uh, course. So if you want to talk about that a little bit as well, uh, feel free to take the floor and, and just share all of that. Yeah, no, it's, uh, I appreciate that. Um, to find me just at Bob A, B-O, three B's, four A's and a Y on all social. Uh, Love Bob the name. A. Yeah, you can, you can find me Bob across all social. Um, I, I think the, the best thing I can offer right now is the, the master your minute, um, uh, video course that just came out about a month ago. It's truly 
a, it's, it's a four day free course that's helped seven, 800 people so far, um, get into a better place where their day truly is aligned with like their priorities. So if that's something you're struggling with, it's only 20 minutes a day or less and it's free comes with a custom workbook. Um, if you find me on any socials, it's in my link in bio and you can find it there. And, um, yeah, other than that, I guess the last thing I'd say is I do have a one-on-one coaching program. You can also find that through the, my social links and that's about it. Awesome. Yeah. No, thank you for sharing all of that. I will share all of that information in the show notes so people can directly click there and, and find and follow you and do all that good stuff. Um, honestly, I'm just so stoked to have had you on today, Bobby. And I really appreciate all the wisdom that you've shared today. And, and I believe you brought a lot of benefit to everyone that's listening to this. Yeah. I appreciate you having me, Evan. You're doing a great job as a host. I want to challenge anyone that hears this and is still listening Two things. One, do the cold shower in the next 24 hours. Just try it. See how much differently you feel. It might suck. You might be uncomfortable, but just push through and get it done. And two, more importantly, if you are enjoying this podcast, please leave this man a review on iTunes podcast app, on Spotify, wherever you're listening to it, because there is so much work that goes on behind the scenes to produce these podcasts. And if you're enjoying the show, it takes you all of 30 seconds to do, and it goes a long way. So please leave him a review wherever you're listening to this podcast, because it will be appreciated. Thank you, Bobby. Yeah, no, I, I, I appreciate that big time. Yeah, it saves me the trouble of explaining it, but you're absolutely right. And uh, yes, it is much appreciated. So uh, thank you from a fellow podcaster as well. I know you know how that goes. So yeah, thanks, yeah. man. Um, everybody, you know the motto of the show, it's do everything with good intentions and connect to your elements. Thank you for joining, Bobby. It's great. Pleasure to be here. This podcast is for educational purposes only. It is not a substitute for professional care by a doctor or other qualified medical professional. Evan Roberts is not a medical professional, and this podcast is provided on the understanding that it does not constitute medical or other professional advice or services. Statements and views expressed on this show are not medical advice. This podcast, including Evan Roberts and any guests on the show, disclaims responsibility for any possible adverse effects from the use of information contained in this episode. If you think you have a medical problem, please consult a medical professional. Thank you.